Hey, hey, Annika here. Okay, so today I want to talk about the power of perspective. And perspective is one of my favorite things for that simple word there, the power of it. It's so incredible, incredibly powerful when you can put yourself in a new um, position, new situation, new understanding and see another perspective. Your, I mean, key elements in your life, in your world can change. Um, your whole universe can change, literally, in, in the blink of an eye because you all of a sudden have access to a new perspective. So um, I, th- I think most of us, all of us probably have experienced at some point in time a moment when you, you know, you, you know, you know it. You, you have proof. Um, I mean, you, you were there, you saw or you heard, so you know. But sometimes you just have one angle of the situation. And that specific angle, even if it felt logic and legit to you, it was not the proper angle. So you make your decision or your choice or your assumption based on something that wasn't the optimal basis. So there were two things that happened not long ago with my son. And I just thought, my goodness, these are two phenomenal examples of uh, the power of perspective. When you think you know something, uh, you're convinced. And then, so you, you, you have this opinion based on that. So the first one is, so both, both these things happen on the same day. And f- first, first one is we're about to leave home because we're going to go buy food. And for the first time in history, my son was ready before me. And so I was get, gathering my things, getting ready. He's standing very patiently waiting by the door. And then all of a sudden he says, uh, Mom, are, you, are your new colleagues nice to you? And I was surprised because, yes, I have a new job. But from his perspective, I mean, I, sit, I still sit at home in the same office. Uh, so I don't, I mean, I don't see my colleagues. I see people on the screen, but, ah, that, and also his way of asking made me feel like there was some concern in there. So I was like, I asked, I said, yeah, w- w- yes, yes. I mean, I don't know them so well, but yes, they're, they're nice. They're nice to me. And, and I said, why do you ask? And he said, I, well, I stood outside your office and, um, I heard your colleagues say really bad things to you. And at first I was like, that's not possible because, I mean, if if a colleague would have said really bad things to me, I would have remembered, right? Um, so I said, well, do you, was it a he or a she? It was a she. I said, okay, do, do you remember what she said? Yes, she said that you're difficult. And I, I mean, when he said that, I felt pain because I would not want a colleague to say that to me. And he said, uh, he said, she said that people talk about you and I almost started blushing because I, I mean, ooh, that would have been so horrible. And then uh, I just had this flicker in my mind. So I was like, ah, I said, when was this? He said it was last week sometime. And so here's the thing that week before I was in a two day training 
and it lasted into the afternoon when my kids come home from school. So uh, the office door wasn't quite closed, and they came home just when we were in the middle of this exercise. So the whole course was about giving and receiving feedback. And in that moment, we were practicing a hardcore, brutal exercise on how to receive negative feedback and turn that critique into a constructive conversation. So there was this lady, we were teamed up, and this, my partner, she, oh my goodness gracious, she delivered hardcore. Uh, she went all in. So she did say to me, you're a difficult person. People talk about you and your opinions disturb our meetings. And it was a very, very powerful exercise, I can tell you, because I wanted to disagree, like I wanted to make her go lighter. Uh, very interesting. And then when she, because I went before her, and then I realized I was holding back. <laughs> I didn't want to really hurt someone. Anyway, uh, the the tools we were given in the exercise were awesome. So long story short about the exercise, it turned out to be something incredibly powerful. Everyone should learn how to receive negative feedback because you can make it so constructive. Anyway, my son stood outside the door and heard a colleague say to his mom, you're difficult, people talk about you. And he'd been processing that for almost a week before he asked me. And when I explained to him, he was, I could see his whole body language relax and like, oh, he had thought for all that time that someone was very upset with me and maybe am I not good at my work or like, why would they say that? So a brilliant example of, I mean, if you take his perspective, he heard what he heard. A colleague said to me some pretty horrible things. And, and that's the end of that. So, of course, he would make the assumption that my colleague wasn't maybe that nice to me. All right. The second thing that happened that day, uh, we're, we're then in the car driving towards the shopping center. And um, I had put on some music on the radio. And my son wanted to listen to something specific on his phone. I didn't know what it was, but he had his headphones in. And I was in that moment thinking, this is ridiculous. I listen to music and he listens to something. So I was going to turn the music off and suggest that we talk instead. But then he beat me to it. So he, he was like, Mom, um, I want to share something uh, with you that I've listened to. Oh, uh, and about TikTok. I've said to all my kids, either you delete the app or you watch and listen to educational and, insp and inspiring things. And please feel free to share them with me. So he listens to inspiring things, motivational speakers and stuff like that. And so he said, Mom, I want to share this with you. I said, yes, yes. So the music is off. He's no longer listening. And he says, I'm disappointed with John. And I was like, John? And he, he could see that I, I didn't get it. So I was like, yeah. I'm disappointed with John Maxwell. And <laughs> I was like, why? Why? What did he do? And so my son had just listened to this um, coach interviewing John Maxwell on TikTok. Um, or it was shared on TikTok anyway. And, and my son says, he didn't mention you. <laughs> and so 
my son was disappointed because John Maxwell was interviewed by someone and he didn't mention me. So, now the power of perspective. Let me help you understand why my son was disappointed with John Maxwell. If you don't know who John Maxwell is, it's the number one leadership profile in the world. He's been nominated that title, I don't know, for how many years straight. He's written over 100 books on leadership. He runs the world's largest um, certification program for coaches, speakers, and trainers with over, I think we're over 35,000 coaches that are certified around the world now. So he's he's famous in his field. He's a, yeah, he's an icon. But for my son, uh, let me give you the perspective. So I really admire John Maxwell. I've learned so much from him. I study his books. I'm one of his certified coaches. I'm an executive director with the John Maxwell team. I travel to, yes, I say it in present tense because we're all hoping for this strange bubble to end soon, right? So I travel to Orlando, Florida twice a year to attend the International Maxwell Certification event in March and in August. And every time I go, something monumental happens. So I've been invited to speak on stage with John Maxwell. We spoke about uh, consistency in as a leadership profile, as a leadership um, character. We have been on stage talking about he does um, the JMT DNA Culture Awards. I've been nominated multiple times. And then you get to be on stage and share your story with John Maxwell. I've been invited to share a keynote on him on his stage and one year I wanted to express to John how grateful I am and uh, Ray Popham who is running the President's Advisory Council said to me write him a letter and I was like uh, I could write him a letter but I mean he's never going to read it he gets thousands and thousands and thousands of letters so but Ray said, yeah, but then at least you will feel like you have expressed it. And I was like, yeah, it's a good point. Thank you. So I did write the letter and I did hand it over. I got an opportunity to hand it over to John. And I said, I wrote you this letter. I just wanted to express myself. And I said, thank you. And he took it. And it was a very brief moment. And I was, I'll be honest, I thought he'll probably put that in the bin. Because, uh, I mean, what's he going to do with it? Keep it in his filing room with all the other billions of letters. Anyway, the next morning, um, here's a little, so this is a side note to the side note to the power of perspective, just so you uh, get the full scope of what my son is seeing. The next morning, uh, I was in Orlando. I wake up with a migraine of the century and no, it's not a headache. For those who have severe migraines, please know that this was a really bad one. So you know what I'm talking about. For those who have only ever had a headache and don't understand what that migraine is a thing, you can you cannot talk. You can hardly stand up. It, well, it's different for everyone, but for me, it's so intense. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard to to do anything at all. But I had taken a shower. I was going to put on deodorant. I had to stop because the, the perfume was just like <laughs> any smell makes you puke. 
So I was walking around in my hotel room and I'd cranked up the air conditioning to have like the ice feeling. No, no smell, no nothing, just ice cold. And my phone goes bling bling. And because of the time difference, I thought I had to check because maybe it's my children back home. And then I see on the screen, it says Mark Cole, who is the CEO of all John Maxwell company, John Maxwell's companies. Mark Cole is asking me, are you in service this morning, Annika? And, and I was like, looking at that with one eye open. I was like, what does he mean? Like in service? Is he asking if I'm working? Because when you're a part of the executive director's club, the club club level, you you serve. So you help with different things. And I thought, ooh, have I missed something? Should I be somewhere now? And I was as I was like thinking through my schedule, bling bling, a new message. And this time it's from John Griffin, who's the president of the who runs the President's Advisory Council, and he's asking me, Annika, John would like to ask your permission to read out your letter from the stage and if you're okay with it he would like to share your name if you don't want that he can read it and it's anonymous and I was like no 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 I don't want that to be anonymous please say my name say my name say my name uh, because it's why would anyone ever say no to that John Maxwell reading out your letter so I was like, oh my goodness, I do not want to miss, miss this. So I just texted something. It's I still have it in my phone with spelling mistakes and all. One eye open and texted that I'm running there. So I literally jumped into my jeans, uh, my red sneakers, a t-shirt, and my red JMT DNA dance team jacket. No makeup. Um, I just run... <laughs> And the sprint through all the corridors of that gigantic hotel is the, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's not a marathon, but it's a long, 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 long sprint. Many, many, many minutes. I get there, sweat, like sweating abundantly, sit down and John Griffin pulls out a chair for me just in front of the stage. And I was like, <gasps> have I missed it? <gasps> and he goes, no, 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 you're good. Okay, so I sit down, uh, start sweat drying up really fast cause, because of the air conditioning. And I listen to John's sermon, which is so being in service is the, like the, what's it called? The, um, yes, it's when John shares his story, uh, Bible stories and preaches basically. And also shares very personal personal stories. And that particular one was about fatherhood and my letter had touched upon that point very much so he comes to the point where he starts reading out my letter and <laughs> uh, I think I started crying the second I guess I saw it was my letter I when I saw it I started crying and then I could hear around the audience as he was reading that people were crying and I thought, this is embarrassing, but I first thought that they were crying for me about the content in my letter. But then I realized, because they were men and women, I kind of peeked back and I was like, what? And then I understood they weren't crying for me or my story. They were crying for themselves about their own stories of fatherhood, parenting, um, 
their relationships. John comes to the end of the letter, very emotional, and he said, is Annika here? And whoosh, whoosh, I, I get grabbed under the arm and led to the stage. And in a second, I'm up there, ugly crying, like full out bawling in John's arms, like <laughs> that kind of crying. Uh, it's the moment of my life when I have been photographed the most. There was on my left, Mark Cole standing at the back of the stage. All around there were uh, the photo ninja team uh, that work like crazy at these events. And the audience, friends in the audience, people I don't know. I've never seen myself photographed in so many angles. Um, holding on to John as if my life depended on it. Uh, it's one of the moments I will never forget in my life. So as you can imagine, when I got home, I shared all of this with my children. The photos, the moment, the what John said to me, what I said to him, what he gave to me, all of it. So <laughs> from my children's perspective, John and I have something. Um, all these moments I have shared with him that I have shared with my children, to them it's big like it is to me. They don't get the, the, the perspective that there's like thousands of us. So it's a little bit sad that their perspective isn't <laughs> the real one. But I thought it was so sweet that he really, 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 he was disappointed. And he asked me at the end, he said, Mom, can you please tell him? And I was like, tell, tell who? Can you please tell John that I am disappointed that he doesn't? Why didn't he mention you? <laughs> so, John, if you're listening to this... Max is a little bit disappointed that you didn't mention my name in in the interview. I don't know which interview it was, but maybe in one interview. <laughs> okay, so uh, there you go. The power of perspective. Sometimes it's good to remind yourself that the way you look at things, the the facts you know, the experience you have of something is the real one, the full one, the true one, the only one to you. But to someone else, there's always going to be another angle, another perspective, other pieces of information, other facts, other background stories that will everything from change the story a little bit to completely, but completely and totally. So remember that... Sometimes when you think you know, you only know a tiny fraction of the whole thing. There you go. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon.